Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your chief security fanatic here. And in patent news, we are talking about tech patent trolls. They're about to get worse. This isn't good. And here's what's going on. Now, this is coming. I'm cribbing from Joe Mullen of the Electronic Frontier Foundation, or EFF. And quite frankly, this is an organization that's doing the cyber lord's work right now. And here's what's going on. If you didn't know, the majority of high-tech patent lawsuits are brought by patent trolls. These are companies that exist to not provide products or services, but they're essentially there to have a business using patents to threaten others' work. Now, some politicians here in the United States are proposing to make this situation even worse. So rather than taking the, the problem of patent trolling seriously, they want to encourage more bad patents which kind of makes life easier and more profitable for the worst, essentially, of us in that sense. Now, what we're talking about here is the Patent Eligibility Restoration Act, or PARA. Now, PARA is sponsored by Senators Tom Tillis, uh, Republican of North Carolina, and Chris Coons, Democrat of Delaware. And quite frankly, as Joe Mullen put it, this would be a huge gift to patent trolls, a few tech firms that are aggressively licensing patents and patent lawyers. Now, for everybody else... This is not good. This is not good at all. Now, patent trolling is still a huge multi-billion dollar problem that is painful for small businesses and everyday internet users. But in the last decade, there has been some modest progress placing limits on how far these trolls can go. So in 2014, there was a Supreme Court decision, uh, Alice v. CLS Bank, that barred patents that were nothing more than abstract ideas with some computer jargon thrown in. Now, the Alice test, as it's called, uh, is being used by federal courts who have now kicked out hundreds of the worst of these offenders. Now, under Alice's clear rules, Courts threw out patents on matchmaking, online picture menus, scavenger hunts, and online photo contests. The nation's top patent court, if you didn't know, is the Federal Circuit, and they actually approved a patent on watching an, watching an ad online twice before the Alice rules finally made it clear that a patent like that simply cannot be allowed. Imagine having a patent on just watching two ads. That makes no sense. Now, other, other examples include patents on bingo on a computer, patents on loyalty programs on a computer, patents on upselling with a computer. All of these types of things were killed off. Now, everybody admits Alice is not perfect, but it's done a good job of saving internet users from some of the worst patent claims that are out there, which potentially could drive up costs for everybody. So at the Electronic Frontier Foundation, they've actually started collecting stories of people whose careers, hobbies, or small companies were quote-unquote saved by Alice to really underscore and showcase the effectiveness of the Alice Law. But PARA, or the Patent Eligibility Restoration Act, is basically inviting those trolls back into play. Now, PARA's attempt to roll back progress goes beyond computer technology, because for almost 30 years, some biotech and pharmaceutical companies actually applied for and were granted patents on naturally occur occurring human genes. Now, as a consequence of that, companies were able to monopolize diagnostic tests that relied on naturally occurring genes in order to help predict diseases such as breast cancer, uh, making tests obviously more just much more effective. So the ACLU teamed up with doctors to basically confront this practice and they sued. That led to a 2013 decision where the Supreme Court disallowed patents on human genes found in nature. Obviously, that's a victory for everybody else. So if PARA passes, it's going to explicitly overturn that ruling, then also not just tech, allowing human genes to be patented once again.
And I think that's something that we need to take very seriously here. Uh, we've seen how patent trolls can work you know, with biomedical devices in other which way, shape, or form. You've got people that invent something unique, then somebody goes and basically invents a tangent, then sues that small business that creates something. It's an absolute nightmare uh, when you are looking at patent trolls, which as, you know, Joe Mullen of EFF mentioned, this is a multi-billion dollar problem every single year. And it really does ruin the little guys. And people are making millions and billions off of basically just trolling patents. And I think that is something that we really need to tighten up. Alice doesn't go far enough, but Alice, uh, as as Joe mentioned, is a modest success in essentially combating this. So, so I encourage everybody to to basically get on board with this. You know, talk to your, uh, you know, talk to any representative that you've got. All those kinds of things. And I think the Electronic Frontier Foundation and its supporters need to be supported even more. And I'm glad that they are out there doing, as I mentioned, the Cyber Lords' work because I think that's that's a huge thing. You know, while this isn't not uh, officially a call for action, it kind of is because I think it's something that I, I think is just incredibly important for everybody. So there you go. That's my thoughts on that. And uh, call it what you will. But but I do think that we need to combat this in some way, shape or form, because quite frankly, this is one of many problems we have in society. But this one could cost us a lot of money in the long run, put people out of business. And that's never a good thing. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.